There's a rule for that may contain mature themes. So listener discretion is advised. Snaps, and then... Then we'll start, okay? Alright, sounds good. Okay, starting sync. One, One two, two, three. three. I did lots of long snaps. You did lots of quick snaps. I know, I did. <laughs> quick, 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 quick. Um, but don't worry, I'll be quick, able quick, to quick, figure go, it go, out. Go. Gotta go fast. Oh, goodness. Um, Gotta go fast. <laughs> Gotta go fast. Fast. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to There's a Rule for oh, That. Hello. Uh, you probably noticed that uh, Brienne's not here. That's a different, completely different voice. Uh, she is currently busy with convention prep. Uh, so I brought in a guest. Introduce yourself, guest. Hello. Uh, my name is uh, Ellie Fitch. I am a uh, close friend of Lindsay's. And I am the temporary guest host of There's a Rule for That. Yeah, we have a we have a temporary bard in the in the tavern today. So that's gonna be fun. Well, there's a whale of a tail, and the tail is long. If you guys remember from previous podcasts, uh, Ellie is the person who is behind uh, Safina, who I referenced quite a lot in the very beginning. Um, I remember. I remember that in episode one, you you specifically mentioned her and Eno's relationship. Heck yeah, I did. It's lovely. Um, lovely, lovely. It's a lovely, lovely friendship. Uh, girlfriendship. <laughs> They're practically married. Uh, wow. <laughs> well, we're not talking about we're not talking about marriage. No, 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 no. Not until after the you know, war. You know? Now, now, Lindsay. Yeah, what's up? Lindsay, can I be can I be real with you? You can always be real with me. I I love me. Yeah, you do. I love me some some tabletop games. Yeah, you do. I really I really do. But gosh darn it, you know, I sometimes find myself wondering, what's the difference between a tabletop game and a board game? Well, let me tell you, Ellie, there's practically nothing. Oh. Whoa. Hey, it's almost as if this was the intended topic of the episode that was spoiled by the title. Exactly. Um, so, <laughs> Ellie, uh, so Brienne was supposed to uh, do the topic today, but since she was, since she has convention prep coming, since Fanex is next week, and she's going to be doing some um, bunch of very difficult cosplays, um, she asked if it was okay if I brought someone in and if I had a topic and I was like yes so this topic actually came to me from a Facebook group that I'm in and um, I was thinking to myself you know what is the difference between a tabletop game and a board game so I did a little bit of research today so, so was this like an official Facebook like a, a Facebook group for the podcast or just like from a different Facebook group? it is a it's it's a Facebook podcasting group. 
uh, called uh, Podcast Salt Lake City, which is um, a group full of podcasters that live in Salt Lake City. I recently joined it, and um, mm-hmm. uh, there's this one guy who commented on it, and I was like, you know what? I need to figure this out for myself. Um well, well, gee, gee whiz, Lindsay, it sure does sound like an interesting topic. <laughs> it, it does sound like an interesting topic, yeah. I hope, it's I hope, okay. it, I hope it doesn't come across as me busting your chops. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just being like, golly gee willikers. That's fine. Uh, we're the only ones sitting in this tavern <laughs> other than the barman right there in the corner. Um, when someone... Hey, yo, can I get another Heineken over here? Thank you. When, that was my. I know. Was, that was my joke about the barman. Beautiful. Did you, did you get my I joke, did. Lindsay? It was glorious. Did you yes. get it? I did very much so. Okay, cool. So with tabletop games, when someone says tabletop, they're usually uh, using the broadest term uh, that encompasses uh, a lot of games that are played on a tabletop surface, um, which are like. You got your your kitchen tables, you got your coffee tables, any sort of table a game can be played on, that is what a tabletop game is. Your, your end tables purchased overpriced from a furniture store. Mm-hmm. And then you accidentally summon an old, dead, eldritch god by trying to pronounce the name of it. Um, ah, you whoops. And then they're just... They're, they're just... They're just like, well, this is awkward. And then you say, hey, do you want to play some Monopoly with me? And they're and like, then they're like, no. oh, that dunk, man, that sounds that sounds awesome. It sounds litty as hell. And then you accidentally <laughs> oh, wait. sell your soul. Um, wait a minute. Because does, they get pissed off. Does hell off. count as a swear? If it's in the Bible, it doesn't count as a swear word. That's my rule. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was informed that there was no just, swearing, so I'm... I'm having to dial it back yeah. a lot. If any of I'm, Lindsay's family I'm listens to this to... later and is finding out finding out now that I swear, uh, sorry. They already know that you swear, but they know that you're a true gentle woman and you well, keep it well, they... on the down low. Well, I mean, hopefully they don't know I'm a woman yet because I don't think anybody outside yeah. of my immediate friend group knows I'm a woman. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, so tabletop games include board games, card games, RPGs like Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, you got your miniature battle games. Pretty much anything that can be purchased that's quote-unquote a game uh, that you can play in real life, then yes, that is a tabletop game. Now, now, just hold on here, just a cotton pick in second, Lindsay. Yeah, what's you're, up? you're telling me we're discussing this episode, the difference between board games and tabletop games, but you said that board games are a tabletop game. That seems a little unusual. It does seem a little bit unusual, but here's the thing. Uh, when it became the 21st century, people started using the term tabletop game to... Uh, describe RPG games, things that uh, require you to like create a character and become a character within a certain world, uh, while board and, games yeah. is just that, board games. And uh, do we have any, um, like, 
info where that kind of shift came from? Um, not really. It just sort of happened. It wasn't like, oh, one person did it and then it kind of bubbled into what it is. It sort of came by from the, um, from the community that does the role-playing games. Uh, and they started, they took that term and this is like, this is what tabletop board games mean. This is what tabletop games mean. Well, board games are board tom- games. Entomology is a weird, weird science, folks. It is. You go up to an entomologist and you're like, hey, what do words mean? And they say, well, Heck words don't know. really mean anything. Yeah. I mean, dunk dog, you go up to a geologist, they'll be like, ah, I know what kind of rock that is. You go to an entomologist, you're like, what's the deal with words? And they'll be like, <laughs> nah, I got no idea, bro. <laughs> I get paid to know nothing. I, I get paid to tell you that that this word doesn't mean what you think it means when I clap back at Neil deGrasse Tyson on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, you will never cease to make people go, why? Now, now I think we need to stop for a second. We need to talk about what class Neil deGrasse Tyson would play if he played a tabletop game. He would totally be uh, an artificer, which is an a type artificer. of wizard. Yeah, which is a type of wizard. Do you think he would prefer Dungeons and Dragons or Monster of the Week? Um, I think he's more of like the fake core system. Hmm. Well, that's not what we're talking about this episode. We're talking about the important distinction between board games and tabletop games. Well, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some tabletop games also have a board game element to them what? which means that they also <laughs> they include a um a board of some sort or a map and as well as little miniatures such as the game dungeons and dragons where you can have a map created and little miniatures that you get you get them custom painted or made custom and those are like your little characters. You get to see where they've gone, where they go, uh, especially during like a combat phase. So, um, so, so funny story. We bought a game mat so we could use it while playing D and D, and we don't have any minis, so we just used an assortment of coins and fridge magnets to represent our characters and the enemies. Uh, I thought that you got um, Gwen. A custom mini and you bought a custom mini for Safina I didn't buy one for Safina I did get one for Gwen for uh, last her birthday last year and uh-huh. I imagine she probably knows where it is but I have no idea where it is that mm-hmm. room is like a tornado okay um, well let's not talk about that she know what she did um, <laughs> she knows her crimes she knows her crimes. She know what she did. She's on the Even run for podcasting sin. All sin. <laughs> all sin. In in my in in my book, she is unforgiven of her trespasses and transgressions. I think the podcasting what what what's the number one podcasting sin is just acknowledging too much that you're in a podcast. No, not well. <laughs> 
people that are like, oh, I'm in a podcast, you must know who I am. It's like, no. You start out like super, super tiny. And then you grow by kind of spreading the word like, hey, do you guys like this? Well, you might like my podcast. Or, hey guys, I have a podcast. It's not much, but if you want to check it out, here you go. Um, On the topic of growth, I want to talk to you guys really quick about Blue Apron. (laughs) There are no sponsors for this podcast. There are no this sponsors for this podcast. This is a completely podcast. free podcast. This is this is a passion project devoted entirely from the mind of Lindsay Berry and Brienne Bradley. Um, I don't know what her. It's what her last name is Bradley. Bradley. Yes. Ah, Brienne Bradley. You listen pro- to the podcast. How could you not know her last name? Listen, Lindsay, when I start listening to podcasts and like TV shows and stuff, it takes me like a full season before I learn everybody's name and distinct voice. Like I'm mm. a, I'm a mess. I'm terrible at that stuff. I'm sorry, you who am I talking to again? I, I, I forgot. Mess. Yeah, I mean, Dude. you you couldn't you couldn't be you couldn't be closer to the truth, Phoebe. Mm. So Thank you. So I have, a, I have a few lists, which I'm going to go through, of some tabletop games and some board games. Now, I'm going to go with the board games first, since people are usually introduced to them at a young age. Right. Um, but recently, over the course of a few years, um, people have been introducing children to the concept of Dungeons & Dragons. Um, as a means to kind of like dip their toe in the water and uh, the true gay agenda yeah (laughs) (laughs) the truest of gay agendas Um, introduce your kids to Dungeons and Dragons get them early (laughs) Um, so with the list of board games you have the the well known ones like chess, scrabble monopoly uh, risk but then you also I never actually played Risk. Risk is is quite a strat is is quite the strategy driven game because you're trying yeah. to conquer the world. Um, right. Yeah, I, I I know of it. I've just never mm-hmm. I've just never played it. Mm-hmm. Well, and you also have um, games like Clue, where you're trying to figure out Moitas. Um, My fir- what was your first board game experience? My first board game experience is Candyland. Same here. I loved Candyland. Just walking uh, through, choosing I... your character between so... between yellow gingerbread man, red gingerbread man, blue gingerbread man, and green gingerbread man. The peppermint guy was my favorite. <laughs> um, Gross. <laughs> oh, I got in trouble in elementary school because I was Why? super competitive. Because I was super competitive over Candyland. And so I got in trouble because I got competitive over Candyland. <laughs> How does one get competitive over Candyland? You be me at five years old and not like losing. Oh, jeez. So like every five-year-old. <laughs> yeah. I was real bad, though. Oh, jeez. I, I was a real bad boy in elementary school. Beautiful. Um, so with those kind of more well-known 
tabletop games or board games, sorry. You also have uh, lesser known board games such as Pandemic, uh, Ticket to Ride, Betrayal on the House on the Hill, um, Dominion, um, stuff like that. I've uh, played I, Pandemic before. I played that first in uh, high school. I think mm-hmm. it was. Um, I think the first real like quote unquote um, more like in their board games was Betrayal, uh, but that's because I babysat for a. Um, a mom and dad that had just like a collection of these bigger board games um, because the the dad used to work at um, a shop that would sell those my um my mom has a friend and he literally works at Wizards of the Coast oh nice so his house is just like packed full of like board games and shit. it's like crazy oh crap sorry <laughs> I I said a bad word. You didn't and goofed, son. I'm sorry. That's alright. Oh, he he just has a ton of them, and he has a lot of he he makes like bank too. So if you can work at Wizards of the Coast, you get free games and and money. Yeah, I might have to look into that because I am so done with my job. I'm ready to uh, quit at a moment's notice. It, I, I mean, I like working at Domino's, but if I had another option, I would definitely... Like, if I could do this for a living, I would. Mm-hmm. Well, in my, in my um, predicament right now, imagine this. You've been working at this place for... This factory for about, like, mm, nine months now. Okay. Um, during... The course of that nine months, um, there's there's a lot of noise that goes around because you're working around machines and you're just trying to produce beds and whatnot. Well, those those machines are quite loud. And to keep myself, you know, uh, focused on the work, you know, I pop in some headphones and. I listen to podcasts right. all day because that's how I spend my time. Um, now, imagine one day, say a day ago, your supervisors all decide, you know what? There are way too many people with headphones. Oh, no. So what are we going to do? We're going to ban the use of earplugs, headphones, and, you know, getting out your phone on a regular, even though, you know, this is a, this is a halfway job where we help people find newer, better jobs. So the, the pay here is complete and utter crap. Lovely. Well, you know, Lindsay, so, you know, Lindsay, um, there's all there's all sorts of things that you can do in life where you work and work and work and then you don't get anything good back. You know what's something that you can put tons of work and time and effort into and you'll always get some kind of an advancement or return on it? Um, stocks and exchanges. No, it's little, little tabletop games, silly. 
Oh my gosh. Brought it back around, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Um, Speaking of tabletop games, let's go through a list of tabletop games. So, you have Dungeons & Dragons and Pathfinder. Those are the most common and well-known tabletop games around. My first experience with tabletop actually was Pathfinder. It wasn't Dungeons & Dragons. mm -hmm. I had a classmate in high school. He wanted me to play with him and that mm. should have been a first indicator of how I handle playing tabletop games because we played one session and then like I never wanted to play with him again it wasn't anything he <laughs> did it's just I was lazy and I didn't want to sit down and do it more things change and now the- here you are a gun to your head and ask to play Dungeons and Dragons there's every a, day there's a campaign sitting in my google doc that has been untouched and unwritten for well over a month Mm. Uh, more things oh, change. I have many of those. More things change, more things stay the same, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. And yet, there it is, the, still a gun to your head to play Dungeons & Dragons. To be fair, I started um, writing it. I definitely should finish writing it. Yeah. So, those are the most common two, followed shortly after by Shadowrun. I've never actually heard of that um, one. What's that one? It's basically... Dungeons and Dragons and Pathfinder, but in a modern day setting. Didn't didn't you have a, a group that you were playing that with? No, I was actually playing another tabletop game, which is lesser known, but just but just because the um, the demographic was is in, consistently made up of like people in their 40s and over and they refuse to share the, the magic of it with anybody else unless it's like their rules. Is it like a gathering um, of magic, Lindsay? No. Is it a gathering not. of magic, Lindsay? No, it's called World of Darkness. Magic Magic the Gathering pun. It's not it's it's not Magic the Gathering. <laughs> World of Darkness is really fun, but again, a lot of the um, the game masters who run World of Darkness are like in their mid to late forties or over. They all have hoarded the books, the... and the books are the books are super hard to come by and are super expensive because oh, they're not fun. in print anymore. Meanwhile, with yeah. the, meanwhile with Dungeons and Dragons, you can just. Uh, Google Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition player's handbook and have it on PDF for free. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had to look up every single one of these books for World of Darkness to create my character by getting illegal PDFs. You're on the black and market. And then buying. Yeah, I know. They're on the black market. The black magic so market. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you also uh, heard us talk about Boy, Fate Core, the core buying. system. Um, what are you selling? Which I might I might go into detail on in a different episode, uh, just because I kind of want to learn how to play the Fate Core system, uh, because there's a lot of different games that uh, circle around it. Hmm. Um, along with so, this, so, there's so, also games like what? So so yes. so you said that there's a lot of games that circle around it. So are you do you mean that there's like? games that are basically like subcategories of like these main games 
a kind of. Um, but with with the fate system, it kind of gives you a guide, and then you kind of build a game around that system. Hmm. Um, but um, uh, with other tabletop games, you have things like the Call of Cthulhu, Werewolf the Apocalypse. Uh, you have one called Dark Conspiracy, Gamma World, um, a lesser known one, The Burning Wheel. You also have um, Monster of the Week, Warhammer, Monster of the Week. One of the big ones. Uh, one of the big ones. Um, I actually know a little bit about this. I was kind of glad that we were um, talking about this subject in particular because I actually mm-hmm. know. Uh, a little bit like just random factoids about uh tabletop games mm-hmm. um for for instance one of the uh big ones uh was this one called uh GURPS is a big tabletop uh game i don't know a ton about it but i know that it was the basis for the for the um way that uh the original fallout handled like stats and combat and stuff like that so like okay uh, a cool thing about a lot of tabletop games and tabletop systems and stuff like that is that um, a lot of the time you'll see these games and you'll um, you'll see their influence in like more modern um, contexts and entertainment. So like GURPS led to Fallout, which is uh, a really good like RPG franchise with leveling and stuff. Uh, you can see it a lot in things like uh, uh, From Software's Dark Souls, which also has, like, you know, it has classes which have different starting stats and equipment. Uh, you can level up your character in different stats to learn, like, magic, or you can level up strength or faith or vitality or whatever. And I just, something I think is interesting is just how so much of this stuff from these tabletop games carries over into like more uh, contemporary stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so with tabletop games, I kind of want to look into one person in particular. Uh, and his name is Grant Howitt. Grant Howitt. Yeah. Hmm. So Grant Howitt, you may not know him by name, I do but not. you will know some of his uh, RPG games that he has created. So, uh, stuff like Honey Heist, oh. Goblin Quest, um, and stuff like that. Was and he also? He has. Was he also responsible for Sherlock Holmes's and a for four for 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 four Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes and a vampire? And a vampire who is one of the who also happens to be Sherlock Holmes. One of the aforementioned Sherlock Holmeses, I believe is the full mm. title. Um, let me look at it because it doesn't say on his thing, so I think he's not. But I think let me hurry and I'm look pretty that sure up. It was a, it was a game that was made specifically for uh, that podcast. I don't know if we can name other D and D podcasts when we're talking. Um, you mean the Adventure Zone? Uh, yeah, the Adventure Zone was the one I was referring to. Yeah. Uh, um, so I will, it was made, um, but it wasn't 
for, it wasn't specifically for the podcast. It was because of something that Justin said in one of the, um, in one of the My Brother, My Brother and Me episodes. And uh, because of this, a guy named Andrew J. Young wrote a game based around that one thing that Justin said. I didn't know that. You learn something new every mm-hmm. day on this show. Yeah. Well, every and every week the, that the show is weekly. The, it's bi-weekly. The show is bi-weekly. You will learn something yeah. twice a month on this show. Every every other Saturday. <laughs> so the name of the the name of the RPG is for Sherlock Holmes and a Vampire, who is also one of the aforementioned Sherlock Holmes. That yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the kicker. Oh, so you can find that in uh, a downloadable form so anybody can download it you just have to type that into google search and it'll come up um but yeah back to back to back to good old grant um love great grant is a great he actually has a lot of he also has a lot of different rpg games and he actually writes them for a living that's what he does um yeah, he does them for a living, and I'm definitely going to go onto his Patreon and throw a couple bucks his way, uh, because that's how he gets um, He's He's not money. a member. He, uh, you can, he also has he's a... He's not a member of Big Dice, <laughs> so so you got, he's got to be supported by the people. Yeah. Uh, he also has a... big. He's not in Big Dice's pocket. Yeah. Give him money. He also has a Kickstarter, if you want to follow him there, and I will actually post his Patreon and Kickstarter in the description below. But because of... No. What's that kick? What's the Kickstarter for? What's uh, he he well, since he creates RPG books, that's what the Kickstarters are for. So he, the first one that he um, made was Goblin Quest. That was the first one. Um, the next one is a game called Unbound. Um, then there's Spire, and then there's Strata, um, hmm. which all are really cool RPGs. But he also has more of them. The longer games are like that gum, the Goblin Quest, Unbound. But he also has um, a one called Royal Blood, uh, one called One Last Job. There's the Homecoming Collection, and uh, Havoc Bridge, and Warrior Poet. Those are his long term. A lot of the, a lot of these sound like they revolve around similar ideas of small group of people go on one big heist. Um. Kind of a yes and a no. Um, I mean, that's a that's a, that's a good that's a good basis for a story. It's fun. It is, it's entertaining. But action packed. Each and like. every one of these has a little bit of a description by them. Um, so with Unbound, yeah, it's a it's a group led world building game. Um, it doesn't really say anything other than that. Royal Blood is a one shot is idea. is a one shot heist game. It actually says that in the description. And it says that you are a half-magic, half-human royal. You're one of the court cards from the tarot deck, um, the impetus princess of wands, or um, the, the, the calculating knight of pentacles, the empire-building queen of wands, so on and so forth. You're just based on the tarot deck. And uh, Ooh, you use magic like a, like like a brick through the window of the world. Um, 
Goblin <laughs> Goblin Quest uh, is more of a is more of a kid friendly thing. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, hold what? on. Hold on. Hold what? on. Stop. What? what What was that description on how they use magic? You use magic like a brick through the window of the world. You use magic like a Molotov cocktail through a cop car. Mm-hmm. Uh, you kind of just <laughs> eat it, and it it does something. For first, first you bottle up the magic. Every time you then, feel like yeah. using magic, you put a coin in your in your no magic your no, yeah. and then you have a have a, a <laughs> soon you'll have weapon a weapon to beat to cast your magic. <laughs> um, next is Goblin Quest, which is a kid-friendly, freewheeling slapstick comedy violence RPG where each player controls five goblins in sequence, not in parallel. Um, so you have five people, and they each have a goblin that they control. Uh, most of whom Do will the die. Have really arm, long arms and legs and big feet. Uh, they can, but most most of the goblins Are will will die. Really tiny. Uh, whilst attempting to achieve even the simplest of tasks. So, that's. Uh, I mean, goblins are honestly just on this world for a laugh. Yeah, right? basically. Um, one last job <laughs> is you are a washed up down on your lock. You're washed up down on your luck and wishing to take a break. Luckily, someone turns up on your doorstep and makes you an offer. One less job that will set you up for life. Shame the rest of the crew is made up of people who hate you ever since uh, what happened during the incident. Best of luck. <laughs> the incident. The incident. <laughs> I love it. These, these all sound yep. lovely. Like even the descriptions just have like just a lovely sense of humor. I love it. It's great. Um, what was this guy's name? His name, again? name is Grant Howitt. Uh, everybody, everybody, go go donate to Grant Howitt's Patreon yeah. so he can keep making these lovely, fun, quick, quick, uh, quick, quick fire yeah. campaigns. Um, I think the last one I'm going to say is one of the sh- one shots, which is Doctor Magnet Hands. Doctor Magnet, Magnet hands. hands. I'm gonna say it in the mic one more time. Doctor Magnet Hands. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more, please. So, it doesn't really say much. This is the description. Written, play tested, and played drunk. I have not been. I have <laughs> not been sober at any point. I have interacted at any point that I have interacted with this game, and neither have any of the players. Played live on stage two years running at Nine Worlds Geek uh, Fest in London to sold-out rooms so popular that, without my knowledge, a second bootleg edition uh, of the event called Dr. Andy Magnets ran alongside it to take care of the surplus attendees. I feel like I need to look this up and like download it and then I just need to go next door and buy like a few cans of four loco and just go buck wild yeah. on it. Well, I will uh put a link to the um to the website into the description. It's called lookrobot.co.uk/games. Well, don't mind if I do. So, if you guys want look at go to that look at his stuff um, support him on Patreon if you can. Throw a few dollars his way. If not, 
why don't you, you know, play one of his RPGs and talk to people about it? Because this is pretty dang spread, cool. Spread, spread the word. And he, he does mean, this for a living. If you've heard of anything that he's... If you've heard of anything that he's done, it's probably Honey probably Heist. Honey just Heist, because yeah. both both the Adventure Zone and uh, uh, Critical Role played <laughs> Well, it. and Critical Role also so, played Goblin Quest a few one-shots back. Oh. Which was hilarious. I loved it so much. Well, that well, that's mm-hmm. lovely. Um, but yeah, it's really, really cool. And you guys should check him out. Um, I think lastly, this is also going to be quite a short, um, a short one, just Hold letting up, that was supposed there. to be short because I feel like we talked for a while about um, that one. Kind of did. This is going to be kind of a short podcast because, uh, there's not really much to say. Um, cause you know uh, about a I bunch mean, of board it's games, a, it's you a, know about a bunch of, it's a, uh, tabletop games. And we talked about this really cool RPG creator. I mean, we can maybe just, we could probably just shoot the breeze for a little bit about some of our favorite things. If we're just talking in general about board games and tabletop games, we could just talk I about mean, we it could. just for a little bit. If we, if you want a little extra something, something that, I mean, end. we could, but, okay, but I'm sorry I interrupted you. Yes. Yes. I think I have another idea, which is worth another episode with you. Ooh. If you want to do one more podcast recording for Sequel tonight. hook. Do, do another one yeah. tonight? It seems a little weird, but I mean, what did you have in mind? I will tell you as soon as we cut to credits. So once again, this has been There's a Rule for That. Uh, if you liked this, if you oh, liked well. this episode, um, please go to um, follow us on Twitter or YouTube. Um, our Twitter handle is a rule for that. Uh, it's just all one word. Um, if you want to send us a recommendation on what you want us to talk about, uh, go to uh, your email and. Send us a little email at a rule for that at gmail.com. Um, other than that, all the things that we talked about are going to be in the description down below. Um, I yes, I want to make it clear that this was that this this sequel hook was not was not scripted. This never <laughs> like, is scripted. I I know, but just like just like you were just like, oh, I got an idea for another episode. I'm gonna take this and make another episode. It's like, oh, oh, there we go, there it goes. Goodbye. She she's 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 dang roped me into another one, like an ep, like an ep, like like in Moby Dick. <laughs> like you would say no the, to another podcast. The, the white whale of comedy that is me. Yeah. You're a comedian. <laughs> That's a, <laughs> it's always a flattering look hyping up your own comedy. That's true. Um, I'm Lindsay Berry, and this is my special guest. Not. I'm Ellie Fitch. And remember, go support people who make RPGs for a living. Goodbye. Bye.